glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. For 30 years, Jesus never healed one single person. For 30 years, he never cast out one demon. Yet he was the Son of God, wasn't he? Surely he was the Son of God. The Bible says he was. But he walked like a man, he talked like a man, he acted like a man because he was a man. Now, the reason he didn't heal the sick, cast out demons before he was 30 years of age was because he couldn't. He didn't have the ability to do it. Even though he was the Son of God, he came here as a man, legal resident of this planet. Now, don't run off. This will all turn out all right. (laughs) He was a legal resident of this planet, and he walked for 30 years upright under that old covenant like no man had ever been able to do. He was the only man that was able to walk perfect and upright under that old covenant. Then he stood up in the synagogue. You see, after he was baptized in the River Jordan, and the Holy Ghost descended upon him in the shape of a dove. He went into his own hometown in the synagogue. He stood up and said, read from the word of God what God said about him. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me. You want to know why Jesus healed the sick, raised the dead, and cast out demons and destroyed the works of the devil? Because God anointed him. Now that's a very simple truth, but it's profound. Now let me ask you something. If Jesus was God manifest on the earth in all of his Godhead powers, why would God have to anoint him? Where would you go to get a higher anointing than God? So you realize the very fact that the scripture says, and Jesus quoted it, read it directly from the scripture, that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to recover the sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. God anointed him to do that. It was legal to do so because Jesus was a legal resident of the planet earth. And he had walked perfect and upright under the old covenant, which no man had been able to do. So under the old Abrahamic covenant, God could anoint and have miracles, signs, and wonders and destroy the work of the devil through a man. Oh yeah, he was the son of God. But first of all, he was a man. He was not drawing from his divine Godhead powers as God to destroy the works of the devil. He was drawing from the anointing of God that was upon his life because he had walked perfectly and upright under that old covenant and God anointed him. Now this is why Jesus stands there in the 10th chapter of John and tells us the very key to understanding the matter. He said... He that entered not by the door into the sheepfold but climbed up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. Satan was not born on this planet. Satan does not have legal authority here. But he said, he that entered in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. He has a legal right to be there. The shepherd has a right to be in the sheepfold. Can you see that? So Jesus said, it's perfectly legal. I was born on this planet. In other words, I came through the door. Notice, he came through the door. He was born on this planet. But now, Satan was not born on this planet. Not only was the fact that Satan was not born on this planet, demons and evil spirits were not born here. So they're illegal aliens to this planet. 
See, if you don't know anything else to do, if the devil comes around your house, around your business, get your birth certificate out. <laughs> Say, look, Mr. Devil, I have authority over you. Says it right here, born January 4, 1934. Legal resident of this planet. Let me see yours. He doesn't have one. He's illegal on this planet, but he's been trying to usurp your authority. Now, what am I saying? I'm trying to point out to you very vividly that you have authority on this planet. You have authority on this planet that not even God has that authority at the present time. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because you are a legal resident, it is legal for you to destroy the works of the devil. But for God to come here in his divine Godhead powers and do it by himself and by his Godhead anointing, it is illegal because of what God said in Genesis 1. So now this sets the stage for what we need to realize the ministry of Jesus on this planet, the present-day ministry of Jesus is what's involved in it. And that is, go with me there to Hebrews, the seventh chapter. You know, this chapter talks about Melchizedek, and it refers to him and likens him to Jesus because the scripture does not give any lineage of Melchizedek, and it does not mean that he didn't have a beginning. It just does not relate it in the scriptures. Certainly he did have a beginning because he was a man. But Jesus, in verse 22, by so much was Jesus made a surety of a better testament, our covenant, and they truly were many priests because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death. But this man, because he continueth ever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. He ever liveth to make intercession for them. He lives to make intercession. Now, what we need to understand is how Jesus makes this intercession. How does he do it? How's Jesus going to make this intercession? Now, from what we've already found out, it was illegal for God to come on this planet and destroy the works of the devil with his divine Godhead powers. How is Jesus, since he has been born in the planet Earth, he was legal here on the Earth, he could destroy the works of the devil, he could heal the sick, he could raise the dead, he could cast out demons, he could do all these things, to destroy the works of the devil until the day that he died. He went to the cross, he died, and he arose from the dead on the third day. Now something took place when he arose from the dead. You recognize that very readily when he had eat fish with them or, you know, eat supper with them, get up and walk through the wall. <laughs> you know that something happens, you know. I mean, Jesus has his glorified body. Now, you remember at the pool of Bethesda there? He went there, and there was a man been crippled for many years there, and he said to the man, Rise, take up your bed and walk. The old boy just got up and took up his bed and started home. The man got healed. He's the only one in that whole crowd of people that Jesus healed that day. Now, after Jesus arose from the dead, he's got his glorified body. He is God, again, restored to his Godhead powers. 
Now surely he'll go back by the pool of Bethesda and heal all those people. Surely he'll go to the hospital and clean out the hospitals and heal all the people that are sick. But he didn't. In fact, it was astounding to me when I found out he did not heal one single person after he arose from the dead. Why? Why would Jesus not heal anyone after he arose from the dead? Why did Jesus not do one single miracle after he arose from the dead? Now, I'm talking about personally do it. Certainly, Jesus still heals today by his Spirit and by the Holy Ghost and so on. But I'm talking about physically going and touching someone and getting them healed. He did not heal one single person. He did not do one single miracle after he arose from the dead. And he stood there on the mountain in the 28th chapter of Matthew. He said, all power is given to me, both in heaven and earth. See, he had small principalities and power and made a show of them openly. He said, I have all power and authority in heaven and earth. Then you know what he did? He turned to the body of Christ. He said, now you go in my name and you cast out demons. You speak with new tongues. You lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. He said, it's not up to me anymore. It's up to you. I'm turning this authority in all power and authority over to you. And now you must do it. He said, as long as I'm in the earth, I'm the salt of the earth. But he said, now you are the salt of the earth, so to speak. You are the salt of the earth. What are we going to do with that? We better take heed to it. Because we see the ministry of Jesus change from the time he arose from the dead. There he is with his glorified body. He is God in all of his divine Godhead powers. But the reason he didn't heal the sick, the reason he didn't cast out any demons, the reason he didn't do any miracles on this planet to destroy the work of the devil after he arose from the dead was because it was illegal for him to do so. Because of Genesis 1. Let us make man in our image and our likeness. Let them have dominion. Not let God in all of his divine Godhead powers rule, let him have dominion, man. Now you understand what I'm saying? I want you to realize that God has limited what can happen on this planet earth to people that are in this earth. He uses people as agents to destroy the work of the devil. Now, Jesus worked on this earth, destroyed the work of the devil. He did these things by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. He did not do them just because he was the Son of God. John, the fifth chapter, verse 25 and 26 says that as the Father had life in himself, so he had given the Son to have life in himself, and that he could execute judgment also because he was the Son of Man. Not because he was the Son of God. Even though he was the Son of God, certainly he was the Son of God. But that wasn't the reason that he could execute justice for and against because he was the Son of God. He did it because he was the Son of Man. Now this is the point I want to drive hard into your spirit tonight is the fact that because we are born on this planet, we have legal authority here to destroy the works of the devil. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all of this week we have book offer number 7520. It's the book entitled, When Jesus Prays Through You, formerly entitled, Jesus Our Intercessor. It's 131-page paperback for $11 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $15. Did you know that under the Old Covenant, there was no intercessor? In fact, we pick up on a scripture in Ezekiel, 
that says, I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Therefore I poured out mine indignation upon them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. Their own way have I recompensed them on their heads, saith the Lord. You know, under the old covenant, there was no intercessor. Then Isaiah, the 53rd chapter, says, Therefore I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sins of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Talking about Jesus. Jesus is our advocate. He is our paraclete. He is the one that is the consoler, the comforter, the intercessor. They did not have an intercessor. There was intercession under the old covenant, but it was through mankind. Moses made intercession for Israel. God said, I'll wipe them out and make me another people from your descendants. And he said, you can't do that. He interceded on their behalf. But today we have supernatural intercession that comes by the anointing of God, by the Spirit of God, through the Holy Spirit. This book will give you great insight into that. That's offer number 7520 for a total of $15. We have a toll-free order line. 1-877-396-9400 1-877-396-9400 Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.